Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In this enormously poignant follow-up to our international breakthrough, the chambermaid, director Lila Aviles, follows one family over the course of a single meaningful day. The film Totem is told largely from the perspective of a seven-year-old by the name of Soul, as her mother and extended relatives prepare for the birthday party of the girl's father, Tona. As the hours wear on, building to an event both anticipated and dreaded, the fragile bonds and unsure future of the family become ever clearer. It's a beautiful film, and poignant is the right word to describe this masterful film and the acting across the entire spectrum of characters is superb. We're joined today by the co-writer and director of Totem, and that would be Lila Aviles. Lila, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much. It is, um, as is so often the case, uh, a story about family, and with that, all the different threads, the characters that you pull into this drama of life and death, of happiness and dread, and so much more. Um, tell me a little bit about the inspiration for the film. It's like that kind of taboo sometimes with, or prejudice, no, with with second films. Like, if, if the first was good, the second, ah, show me, show me more, no? <laughs> and... And what it was nice of, of this second film is like, I, I didn't want to be m- like more big or or more unique or avant-garde or I don't know. Like, I just wanted, I knew that I wanted to do this film from, for our memory, not like uh, I, I was young mother. So somehow my daughter and has been like, Yes, we we have a a great connection, no? And uh, I was that kind of of woman, no? Of mother that I I won't make the best cake, no? But I could always play, no? And 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 that helped a lot with the relationship with my daughter, no? And I'm happy that she's happy with with that path. Yes, when she was seven years, uh, she had that um, death, no, of, of her of her dad, and since that moment, I I watch her a lot. Like you know, sometimes in those moments that that you're so fragile, and you don't know how much or what to say, I remember a lot watching her. Like yes, you're my daughter, but but also you're a person, you know. And yes, obviously t- time goes by, but that that presence of of her eyes, like how she was understanding, no, what what was going on, somehow it entered not to my my conscious, to my Lila, no, <laughs> and. Uh, Yes, since I I knew that I wanted to do the film, I I knew that I want to return to that essence, no, and to do something obviously about that memory. And what it's nice of 
of these stories that come from a seed that it's personal. When you start writing, what it's so beautiful is that it starts going totally in different paths, no? And you start changing and then you start laughing and it's almost as therapy, no? <laughs> in a moment yeah, where, yeah. Yeah, no? like doing jokes and, and playing a lot. So for me, yes, it was so nice, no? To build this kind of micro universe, no? Of a family that it could be a family, obviously, in Mexico or Latin America, we, we, we know that there are a lot to do a party. You only need one family, no? It's like that. Uh, what I'm super happy with the film and, and a whole year traveling up and down is that, yes, like people can connect with that celebration, no? Even if you're only one child, no? Or even you don't have family no there's somehow of connection of this sacred deer and days that we all have that i think that's the the value speaking of that the idea of a child who is beginning to understand not only her own life but understanding the world around her and family and there are a couple of scenes and i, I feel like i'm jumping ahead a little bit here and i don't want to but there's a couple of scenes when she is sitting on the bed and mom and dad unite and that and the, the look in her eyes is amazing. It's an amazing moment of watching her be happy that they're together, but then you can see the wheels turning in terms of what it actually means. And then, of course, at the very, um, I'm not going to say anything more because I want people to see this movie and thoroughly enjoy it. One of the strengths of the film is the introduction of so many different characters in the film and you're managed to to delineate each one of them in ways that are relatable and unique to the to the story and the film I, what i felt what as i'm watching it and i think this is a testament to the cinematography and to your writing how lived in these characters feel in the film immediately we see them and we have a sense of their connection a sense of their with each other, but also the connection to the circumstances that brings them together. And I think that's just a beautiful part of the film. Hmm, thank you so much. <laughs> Again, I mean, this is in the writing, it's in the casting, and I, I think that brings me to a, a pretty significant casting choice that you made, Naima Dantias. Through the choice to go with her, the film isn't entirely told from her perspective, but most of it is. What did you see in her, in her as a actor? What did you see in her character? What did you see about her that you trusted her so much to be able to carry so much of this film? Yes, I knew that even the film, as the title say, it's a it's a choral title. It's a it's a collective film. Yes, like the center is soul, no? And I I wanted to catch a girl that could be like super sensitive but also wild but also kind of mature and what it was nice that sometimes i always say this like sometimes cinema is a mystery <laughs> like i don't know how but i did it <laughs> no. and sometimes yes like pieces go in the right place no and with with naima was like that like Obviously, when you write in that process, you imagine, oh, it could be like this, like that. But what is super unique is, yes, when 
when you're in that kind of connection. And when I met Naima, obviously her first casting was she was playing as a kid, not like normally we do. <laughs> uh, but I really love to to keep talking with her. I normally talk so much, no? Sometimes when I, I will start talking, it's like, hey, hey, girl, uh, shout. Uh, no, close your mouth, no? <laughs> don't shout. <laughs> and, and don't keep talking. And, and she's the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> and we can be like hours talking. Uh, sometimes even when we were filming and she even talked sometimes more like than me and sometimes i was like okay okay naima let's let's keep filming no? <laughs> because <laughs> i love her spirit no she's like um a curious girl also so the filming obviously it's it's tough but when you find a connection it's it's easy not to go to the same path yes and and what was wonderful also as director catching all what she achieved not only as a, as an actress no but also she learned no to to use the clockboard <laughs> all the different things in yeah. cinema no and she was enjoying it no and sometimes because she's also a sensible girl no so some some days her energy was like giant some days her energy was a little bit more more small no but i guess it's a matter of of hearing how no as we are day-to-day -day life no like how are you feeling what if we try to eat uh, something uh, a little bit more sweet no and and those things that help yes not to push filming no because sometimes to film can be ah. Oh, it looks so amazing, but doing it, it's a little bit tough. No, and for me to be playing. That opening scene with her in the bathroom with her mom as they're getting ready, just they're doing things in the bathroom. To, and that energy that you just described, you can see it there. You can see sort of both sides of that. She's excited because they're rehearsing for something. We're not quite sure what, but she's also watching her mom. She's She's hoping to... Be her mom in some way. It was any any young girl would want to mimic her own her own mom, but they're having fun together. They're very natural in that setting, and that goes again. It goes throughout the film in the sense that there are a, a number of different relationships that evolve over a period of time. And of course, I, I mean certainly Tona, Tona obviously her father. How important and how you introduce us to his his character and over time his presence becomes more and more the ether of the film the more the more and but in the meantime we've gotten to know the people the family and the dynamics that are in in place in the family and i just thought the way that the film is calibrated in that in that way gives us an opportunity to celebrate the people in it and then as the story moves forward there's obviously another element to that his character and what he's going through so I just, I, mean, I don't know if I have a question here. I just, I just really appreciate how well a story with so many characters in it, there's a lot of people that we get to know over the course of the film. Yeah, I, and I guess what my question would be is, in addition to the writing, this, these are very tight quarters that you filmed in. And I do want to give your cinematographer an, uh, a, a, a mention here, um, Diego Tenorio, 
Um, how did you know how what sort of aspect ratio you were going to shoot while you're in these tight? How did you sort of come to that that point? It reminds me a lot of the, the kind of the mid period Woody Allen films where he was shooting indoors family dramas and things. It has that almost claustrophobic, but at the same, it's not really claustrophobic. It's very tight. Tell me a little bit about your sort of the what you were what were you looking for when you filmed in that way? Yes. Uh since the first moment I, I knew I wanted to 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 go for three not to be more close the thing I didn't know how was going to be the camera moving you know at first I thought oh I I won't move because that's my style you know because I have only done one film and I didn't move <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's my style. And and yes, the value of this second film is that, yes, you can always change in every single film. Yeah. And, and I I like that. No, like it's more important the story than even your, your style. No, and as director, you need to catch that essence of, of the story. And when I was starting to do some takes like only only for the pre-production no? and it uh, we were playing starting to play the uh, Diego and me I uh, in the first second I felt no no <laughs> 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 like like no 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 this is not the film this is not the film that I imagine no <laughs> <laughs> and and what it was nice of of Diego is that we we connect super well we play a lot we were super focused on the film but but we're great partners no you know like like and and what is wonderful i guess uh, when you when you're filming like it's so strong the relationship with with a cinematographer it's like like peter pan and and your shadow no it's like <laughs> you yeah. cannot go from from your shadow no it's the light the shadow it's everything and and yes like i i just told to diego and diego told me yes absolutely no and and we knew that the other character was the camera no and and it was the one that will help us to go deeper no to each character so yes i'm happy that that it was not a, a matter of of fighting, no, like no, let's do this, that, no. In in two seconds, where we the feeling was the same. It's such an important relationship on set as your cinematographer, and and one other cinematic element that I think is also very important uh, is the sound in the film, because there's a lot of sort of bleeding from different parts of the house into other into the sort of the primary scene that you're shooting. That looked beautiful, and you. You created a really. You created an entire world in in a in a small space, and everyone makes their mark in the film. The sisters, the aunts, the 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 help, the woman who is the caregiver. Uh, all of them are just very memorable. And in considering the amount of screen time, you managed to do that in a in a very concise and efficient way. Again. I, I just uh, it's it's uh, terrific, and I'm not the only one who thinks so because this film was shortlisted for best international feature for this year's Academy Awards, won a number of awards over the year. I would assume you've gained some confidence since this film has come out. What is it? What is your main takeaway as as a filmmaker 
in terms of trusting your instincts in in moving forward is that is that what would be the one of the things that now you feel more comfortable or what is it that you're taking away from this experience no totally like yes like the chambermaid for me i will always love so much that film because it's the one that i was so such a long journey wanting to be a a filmmaker that yes chambermaid was like that communion no? of now i'm a, a, a director you know and from that day on it's the only thing I, I i want to keep doing you know like i know it's my place and also i think what what was also so nice with the chambermaid is that sometimes yes like all these layers you know like who you are or what do you want or it doesn't matter it's a matter of your work speaks from you. I will have a huge love for being a filmmaker. You no, know? like that day I can be just a filmmaker and that's it. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're a gender, no, if if you have if, if you're a woman, it doesn't matter. Like the important is is your film. And then <laughs> It came totem, no, and it's so beautiful, no, like this experience of that you can change, of you you don't need to to put attention in other people in the sense of of expectations, no. There's no expectations. It's only a feeling that you, as a filmmaker, no, like oh, now my heart is deep into this theme or whatever, no, and and just try to catch that particular way of doing it and that's it and i guess that yes like for the third one or the fourth one i will the beauty is that every single film show you something and the beauty of of freedom also i guess that's for for the next films i i think it's where i need to put more attention no like to keep that creative freedom the more i can no even if I will want to do uh, something that it's uh, a total delirium, <laughs> trying to, to catch the better way, yeah. or even if it's only a camera and me, no, like to try also the same spirit, no? And I, I guess also that for me, what will be wonderful is to keep playing, no? And to don't think so much like... Uh, you need to change. Maybe sometimes it's a matter of oh, this one you repeat. I don't know. Like like don't don't think so much and just keep doing it. No, and 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 I always say this. No, like keep being a mole. No, like like digging. You're interested in that, but you cannot be only a tourist in that theme. No, like yeah. like keep digging. Thank you. Thank you so much for this work and thank you for spending some time with us. Um, the film again is called Totem. We've been speaking with the director, writer of this wonderful film. That would be Leela Aviles. Leela, thank you so very much. Thank you so much. Run to see Totem. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. 
Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 